from Washington, D.C., this is the Beyond the Dumbbells Show, your source of information and inspiration for living an audacious life. Audacious life. Hear interviews and social banter with special guests on Fitspiration and news from around the globe. Here are your hosts, fitness and lifestyle experts, Brian and Jenny Sweeney. All right. What up? How's it going? I'm 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 effing beat, dude. <laughs> I'm beat down. And and it's feeding our conversation or our topic today. So yes. uh, this was your idea. I was mine were all everything I wanted to talk about would have just brought everybody down. So I, we're not gonna go my way. <laughs> For once. Yours would have been like dig a hole in the ground and sit in there and might have been like enough already. Throw rocks at windows. Stop it. Um yeah, break glass, hit cars. Yeah, exactly. That. Only our own, of course. <laughs> well, when I was a teenager, it was everything was fair game. <laughs> you with a was it an apple or a tomato? Tomatoes. <laughs> it was. Um, I'll tell the story because it's funny. Um, there was a friend of mine. This has nothing to do with the topic. Uh, a friend of mine when we were growing up, um, he had a garden that uh, that wasn't cared for and it wasn't tended very well, and uh, it had a whole bunch of rotten tomatoes in it <laughs> and. There was a house next door that we didn't think anybody was home, so we started throwing them at their roof. And it just so happened that the, my buddy's house was a little higher in elevation than the neighbor's house. So we were actually um, eye level with their roof. Oh. So when we were throwing things hard <laughs> at their roof, um, we'd watch the tomato just kind of fly over because it hit the peak and just kind of flick over the top. And <laughs> we didn't think anything of it. Uh, 20 or 30 tomatoes later... Um, the cops showed up, and they were having a yard sale on the other side of that garage. So everything that we were throwing, <laughs> everything we were throwing at the garage, was raining down on all their stuff and all their people. <laughs> it's different than it's raining men. Then this one was it's raining. No, it's not a raining tomato. men. It's raining tomatoes. <laughs> so anyway, no, today was close to that. Now that was a fun event though, so it wasn't really uh, a frustrated or you know bad place event. I had oh, a blast yeah. doing it until I got caught. <laughs> Is that the way it usually is? The more fun you have, the more likely you're going to be in trouble. Exactly. But that's definitely not a story where you look back and you regret it. Like it was a kid just having fun. Nobody got hurt. Oh my God. My dad drug me up there by my ear and uh, <laughs> I had to apologize to those people. <laughs> it wasn't good at all. Um, so that was, it was painful on the back end. But anyway, what's going on with your topic? I, I already feel better. Oh, so uh, today's topic is keeping your eye on the prize or keeping your eye on the end game. That's um, usually I have a lot of focus. Yes. Um, I'm laser pinpoint, very aggressively focused. Yep. Um, but then there's times when if you end up off your center. So mm-hmm. our center, um, our centers are, well, number one is the relationship. Mm-hmm then the outer shell would be the business mm-hmm. and the family. You know, As you start going out like layers on an onion, things get a little bit less and less focused, I guess, because you focus more where you know your faith and your, your marriage mm-hmm. and then your business and your family and everything else kind of steals that focus. Mm-hmm. But what did you have in mind when you said, what, where, does, where did this fall apart for you today? Yep. So this was, um, as we've mentioned before, we have our own business and we started seeing just a lot of... I would say, I don't really know how to put it. I think that I just got pulled in so many different directions today. So it was like... Shiny object? 
yeah, a little bit of shiny object. And then it was because I wasn't getting anything done. It was like this frustration of what's the point of this anyway? Like just a very dramatic, basically like a child throwing themselves down and kicking their feet. Because you took your eye off the ball. Exactly. Because it yeah. was like this morning, you know, you each each day we plan and it's like, like you were saying, you've got a much stronger focus than me. But usually it's like my to-do list and I can get through my list. And today was just, you know, distractions. And, you know, some of them were a little negative. Um, and they would just pull me off. And it's just like, why am I doing this? It's not going to make a difference. You know, you, you start to use those big words that you and I don't like, which is nobody cares. It's never going to work. I don't know why I'm doing this. I suck. <laughs> like it's, you start kind of going through it. So, okay. So now I feel like we're, we're mixing two things here. So you, one, when you do get off track, then things start getting worse for you. Yes. So when you're, when you lose your focus and then you get caught up or things start to pile up on you, um, you start letting negativity feed into your mind as far as quit, give up, I'm done, don't want it. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. And by doing that, all of that distraction takes me away from everything that I'm going to get done to keep my eye on that prize. So if I'm always forward focused and I'm always like, hey, this is why I'm doing every single day, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. If you just keep your eye on that. That's interesting. So uh, a fun analogy. So in, because I, I was doing my pilot's license when I was in my 20s, right? So there's, this is a cool analogy. But when you're actually in a small plane, I've never flown a big plane. <laughs> but when you're in a small plane, the dash, we'll call it the dash, the, the cockpit, it comes up so high that you're forced to keep your head up to look out to the horizon. You can't see anything down below you unless you look out the side window. But ah, it's, it's almost imagine sitting in a car where the dashboard is at your chin. Oh, gosh. So there, I'd probably throw up. There's your, it's difficult because you're used to looking down at the hood and <laughs> right. everything else. But when you're talking about keep your eye on your target, yes. um, when you're flying, your eye's on the horizon. So you, you, have no, you have no other option to look out the front window. You have to look up. Yep. And you've got to look out. And when you talked about um, having so much get in the way, it's mm-hmm. the equivalent of being able to look down, almost like your peripheral vision is catching all the, the noise that's going on mm-hmm. below the horizon. That's a great analogy. Does that make sense? Yes. The, and in the cockpit, it's uncomfortable. It's the most uncomfortable thing you because when you first start, you're just like, I, I can't do this because you can't look down. Right. Unless you unless you literally slide the window open because it's a really small plane. <laughs> <laughs> look out. Um, but with business and uh, this this goes into a lot of places. So your your number one is your faith. Mm-hmm. It's real easy to lose focus in your faith. I mean, Absolutely. you you always you always come. Um, let me take, speak for myself. I'm not speaking for anybody else. There's times when I'm closer to God and there's times when I drift away. Certainly. And it's not that my faith has drifted. It's that my focus has drifted. Mm-hmm. And a good example is my business has distracted me from everything. Right. There's times when um, school has distracted me from my family. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily you and I, but like my immediate family. Yep. There was a period there where going to school was my focus and things fell apart. Mm-hmm. Um Business is tough because when you are self-employed, you take your eye off the wrong target, your house burns down. Literally. I mean, you can't uh, you can't screw around with that one. So you have to be able to um, metaphorically spin a lot of plates in the air. Exactly. And um, lest ye be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even have a tactic for this, except um, how do you get over the overwhelming feeling that uh, once you feel like you you kind of botched it, 
Mm-hmm. Do you have a way to dig yourself out or do you just have to step away? Um, I have one or two things that usually work. So either I just step away for, you know, a minute or two and just kind of collect our thoughts. We're very lucky because we have a tons of trees in our backyard. So it's just kind of like, just go out and Zen. Yes. Very Zen. And then the other thing I do is just put on uh, music that kind of calms me down and it can be, I mean, my music list is all over the place, but it can be anything from, uh, Christian music, which can do both for me. It can either bring me back down to a Zen or it can be like, it can, it can push me over. If I'm not in the mood for it. Exactly. It may make a bad situation worse. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but usually I can just, it's like almost pep talk with myself. So go find that place of Zen, whether it's, you know, listening to music, closing my eyes for a minute or going outside for just a second and then kind of talking myself off the ledge that is like, you are being ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, if there is anything in life where there isn't a distraction and it seems like it is so perfect, I think you should get a little bit scared. So there should... Oh, something's getting ready to hit you. Exactly. So it's it's almost like be grateful a little bit for the distraction because as long as they're not coming 10,000 things at a time, it's like, okay, I'm doing something right because I'm getting kind of dinged and poked and prodded. And You think you're getting your dose of life that you're supposed to. Exactly. And if you're not getting your dose, you got something big coming. Exactly. That's a funny way to think of it. That's, that's very <laughs> Irish. That's a, that's a very Catholic superstitious way to look at it. Well, I was brought up Catholic, yeah. so it well, makes sense. I mean, I'm Irish, so everything's superstitious. <laughs> um, so when, when I get in that spot, um, even my mind, because you talk about how calm music can calm you down, mm-hmm. I actually have to go the opposite route, and I need the aggressive heavy metal kind of stuff to, I need it to center my thoughts. Because mm-hmm. if I can't uh, control my brain, I can't focus on my task, and mm-hmm. I have one of those. I have one of those thinking brains that uh, I can focus on. I can focus on multiple things at once, and if I've got something to kind of keep me calm in the background, I can continue to do multiple things at once. Yes, you can. But once I get to that point where it's one task too many, the whole house falls down. Mm-hmm. I can't do any at that point. So all of a sudden, um, I, it's almost like being buried. Yeah. Um, my only time out is a nap because usually you've seen me spin like a top and you know, it's like go eat something or go to sleep because exactly. I've got so much cortisol in my body that I either want to stress eat myself into a coma yep. or I need to go take a nap. Exactly. Nine out of 10 times it's you need to go nap because my brain's cooked. Exactly. Um, yep. It's funny what like for you, it's 20 minutes. If you just 20 minutes, it's like <laughs> go upstairs. Let's get your um, binky. Exactly. Get your binky. Um, but it's funny how that can reset. And I think that for you, that is your button every single time. It's like if you start kind of spinning and getting distracted, taking your eye off the off the prize, you just need 20 minutes of just... Your, your brain can consume a significant amount of calories. Yep. Okay. And if you end up under eating, overthinking, mm-hmm. you know, complex thought, you know, lots of multitasking, um, you can get to a spot, a spot where the only way out is to kind of regenerate a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, if you if you all don't have the option to go take a nap in the middle of the day, which most people don't, mm-hmm. you the best um, advice is to not let yourself get there to begin with. Exactly. Because you don't have a bailout. Exactly. Now, the task, and, th- and there's a number of things that, that can contribute to why we end up in that spot where you keep, can't keep your eye on the prize. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first one for us, and I think our, our schedule is a little bit different than some people and that you're you're online working by 3 30 in the morning Mm -hmm. and then i'm behind you um about an hour later 
where my day has started. So by the time, you know, a, a 2 p.m. rolls around in our lives, it's been a full work day already. I wish I could say it was it sure. was fun and game and three-hour workouts and everything else, but it, it hasn't been. By 2, it's overtime. Yeah. We're into overtime by 2 o'clock. Exactly. Right. And then we might have, you know, that 20-minute downtime where it's like, hey, B, go take a nap. Or for Eat me, something. it's, you know, catching up on a load of laundry or something. But it's like the day at, at 2 p.m., we still have at least another six hours of work in. So now I'm getting stressed out again. No, not at all. But we're keeping our eye on the prize. That's all that matters. Yeah, the prize is another vacation. Um, <laughs> so getting getting overwhelmed, and obviously with nutrition, I already talked that when I get stressed, my number one go-to anymore is food. Mm-hmm. And and like I had said, I, I believe it's because you do create a greater calorie deficit when you're just you're burning, you know, you're, you're running through energy because your, your thoughts are spun up and mm-hmm. you're, uh, you're getting frustrated and you're getting tense. Um, but to plan ahead, if there were meals ready that you can go and grab when you, when I know I'm getting ready to go into that moment, mm-hmm. I can cut it off. I can cut off the frustration. I can cut off the, the house of cards that's going to fall mm-hmm. being overtasked. I can cut all that off. If I find myself eating the right food at the right time, Yep. if I go beyond mealtime, my it's not like a child when I go beyond that and I'm still burning and I'm still doing mm-hmm. these things. So if, if one of you guys is struggling with, um, stress eating, yep. um, the, the trick we talk about it called setting your environment is when you can't have anything close by, that's going to sabotage you. But at the same time, not having any food in the house at all can make it worse. Exactly. Um, because then the attitude starts blowing up with everything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hangry multiplied. <laughs> X times 10. Um, 100. <laughs> easy. Um, just business. <laughs> then you got your personal. Then you've got when we were going to school. Mm-hmm. Eye off the prize. I mean, so the, this can kind of... It, it can connect the dots to a lot of different things that us as working in business and busy adults can kind of see how you've taken your eye off what's important and what's critical. Definitely. And you've doubled down and invested in the things that aren't going to give you longevity. They're not going to give you better faith. They're not going to create stronger relationships. And these are lessons that I'm learning as I get older in life mm-hmm. that um, some of it wasn't worth it. Right. You know, I I, uh, I put a lot of time into a lot of things that didn't always pan out the way they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. And the people that care about you the most that watch you go through all that extra work and extra commitment, uh, when it boils down to it, you know, we shed all of those those things you know right. the the material crap so you have to have the job to keep up with the material crap mm-hmm. you got to have the school to keep up with the job to keep up with the material crap mm-hmm. and um i hear it now with uh, the adults that their jobs push them into graduate degrees yeah it's the eye on the prize is what right more work hours more debt exactly you know, more time away from your family exactly more commute you know what is the prize yep and society just tells you you need more and exactly. you have to do more and you have to earn more and you have to I know and I think it's uh some of it has to do with I think you know your own person and kind of what you may think that you want out of life and you know what does a a degree on the wall mean to you and what does money mean to you and I think a lot of it too is people are almost afraid to admit that they aren't chasing those big things you know, I love that I grew up pretty 
pretty average as far as, you know, what the money that my family made in the house I grew up in. And my parents were always like, you know, if you work, put everything into it. But it was not really a your ultimate goal one day should be that you own 10 houses and you get to retire at 40 and everything else. It was just like, you know, work hard, put your heart into it, do what you love doing, and then try to retire at a good age where you actually can go and travel if that's what you want to do or see the world if that's what you want to do. Not so much. That's funny. My, mine was different. Mine was, mm-hmm. uh, since our parents are the same age, but mm-hmm. uh, mine was you get a job, you work that job till you die, then you die. Right. You know, uh, pensions and you don't leave and you don't move around. So yep. I think that's definitely an, the aggressive learning and working and the over the top way that we've created life. Mm-hmm. That's definitely after generation X. Yep. I mean, that's, that's their forward because mm-hmm. like you said, your, your parents weren't overly stressed with status. They, no. they had a, a belief system and a principle that they followed. Um, but now we carry that same ethic that we grew up with, mm-hmm. um, hard work, put mm-hmm. in everything that, um, it's easy to take on too much. Oh, definitely. Right. And it's, I think it's easy too to forget why you're doing what you're doing. I mean, in a perfect world, I don't know about you, but for me, we get to retire doing what we're doing. We get to retire from a life of, you know, fitness coaching and nutrition coaching at a young enough age for us to, you know, if if we want to go hike, I'm never going to hike anywhere. If we wanted to go hike somewhere for days, we could go hike and it wouldn't be that, you know, we're worried that we're going to break a hip. It's, so you know it's, what I mean? It's getting to life early. Exactly. That, that, well, that's, that's a whole other conversation. So if we talk about um, breaking the chains of corporate America, I mean, if you can actually get away from it, um, you're not meant to live like that. Yeah, I still can't believe we did it. But it's, no, that's not true. I can believe we did it because we've worked our rear ends off mm-hmm. with our eye on the prize, which was getting me out, and I did. That We checked that prize, and now it's us busting our hump for a big chunk of the day, Sunday through Saturday, and keeping our eye on the fact that if we can make the difference in one person's life, yeah, keep so going forward. It's the the weight of it's the weight of delivering to people. Mm-hmm. That I think that's the biggest thing mm-hmm. on our plate, and making sure that um, everyone's cared for. And I mean, every job's got its own, I guess, highs and lows, and of course, obstacles and difficulties. Um, Fitness is no different. No. But um, when it comes to, I keep coming back, keep your eye on the prize because uh, you only get overwhelmed when you get distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, the core of our business, it's got to be front and center. The other yep. stuff has to take second uh, second and third seat. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys have something that's important in your life and you make it anything but first, eyes off the prize. Right. And uh, that's where things fall apart. Absolutely. Relationships fall apart. Mm-hmm. Your job can fall apart, you know. Oh, yeah. And I think it's, uh, you know, for us, it's, you know, if you kind of look at our pyramid of eye on the prize, our relationship with God is number one. Mm -hmm. And we have seen many, many times that when we take our eyes off of him, even for a brief moment, he'll get your attention. He always gets my attention. (laughs) He gets it. And it's usually like, uh, all right, I got it. No, really? Okay, I'm throwing my hands up. Mercy. (laughs) And then for us, the next one is marriage. And it's like, as long as, you know... For us, it's our plan is to do this forever. 
So it's like always, always keep it in the front of your mind and make sure that you're nurturing and caring, knowing that there's going to be distractions and everything else as with everything in life. But it's like, if you keep remembering what our goal is for our relationship, you can keep going back to making sure that you prioritize and. So it's just the business we're screwing up. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's that the. uh, It's not screwed up. It's, um. It, We've definitely screwed up some things for sure. Um, I would say with the business, what some people may not know about us is that when you know we get feedback that you know somebody is you know sad because they thought they were going to lose twenty one pounds and they lost twenty, right. that we it's a distraction for us because we take it on like you know oh my gosh, how did we not get them there? And oh, we're terrible and we're not good at our jobs. And then we're like, stop, stop. Have a, have another conversation with them and be like, do you think we failed you? And they're like, are you kidding me? No. Well, it's where we, we want it more than they do. Yes. And that, that's, that can be... It could be heavy. It could be a heavy burden. Absolutely. But I think that can take our mind off of the the ultimate prize because for a moment it's like, oh man. You know, we feel... When people come to us and they're upset about something, we feel it. Or when they are ready to celebrate and feel something amazing, we feel it. Like we take it on as if it's, you know, a piece of us. Uh, that's part of the job, that, that emotional transfer that happens. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Not a real well, sexy topic. No. It's, it was relevant. Exactly. That's what's going on with us right now. Exactly. And um, we're struggling. We want you to know that it's, it's not always good. Everyone always looks like they've got it together. Mm-hmm. But in truth, there's always something that uh, we always have to grow and learn from. Definitely. And the challenges that people go through from day to day, every day brings a challenge. You just mm-hmm. don't know who's doing it and how much it's... Some people can ace it. And some people have to take a step back and relearn some, some of the basics. Exactly. And... Today for us, we had to relearn some basics. Exactly. But I think the ultimate lesson is that if it's really important, it's um, the situation you want to be in in life or the person you want to be with, just keep your eye on the prize. Stay focused, you know, let the, the bumps and the dips and stuff happen, but just remember ultimately why you're doing what you're doing. It's brilliant. Okay. Very sage wisdom from a, a 41 year younger, 41 year young. Gur. Gur. Okay. All right. Um, we got some good ideas on uh, some of the next shows from people. So we've got, I think the next one's going to be kind of fun. Um, anything else to add before we sign off? No, I think I'm good. Awesome. This guys. helped me, you know, and it's going to help me focus for the rest of the day. So that's great because <laughs> I still need the nap. <laughs> um, and, okay, guys. Again, uh, we always thank you. Thank you for the likes and the, and the, um, and the pushes, we appreciate the comments, and uh, we hope you guys are crushing it. Definitely. All right, and have a fantastic evening or yes. morning or whenever you're listening to this. Exactly. A great day. Yes, and, uh, have a great something. And be well. Be focused. Be true, as you would say. Be true. All right, y'all. Later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Dumbbell Show. We know you have thousands of options for content and entertainment. We appreciate you spending time with us. If you enjoyed our show, please share our web address, www.beyondthedumbbells.com, and maybe drop us a review. Until next time, live beyond.